Believe it or not, your boy used to throw the dogs. I was known to throw some chingasos. I'm not proud of it, but I'm going to tell you all about it. What's up? My name is JC, and this is Life and Times of a Native Son, Season 3, Episode 23. Oh, I hope you guys had a great week. Um, uh, got out there and did your thing. You know, uh, let's see. I was, I went out on Friday and did a little Black Friday shopping. It's a little different to be on the shopper side. And I, I don't know. I was trying to think about this and whether or not I've done Black Friday shopping um, in recent years since I've been out of retail. And I, I don't know. My kids and I go to the mall so much. It's hard to believe that I didn't do it in the last, you know, four or five years. But I don't really remember doing it. Um, so, yeah, there's that. Actually, yeah, whatever. I think I went last year by myself in the morning um and got a bunch of shit for the kids um but yeah it's 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 different to be on the shopper side rather than uh being on that retail worker side and um I didn't mind it you know I didn't mind being working Black Friday because I mean it was a long day yeah but I always had you know you know I always had my A team working and um Believe it or not, the busier it is, the easier it was for everybody. Um, everybody knew their roles. They knew where they were supposed to be. And time goes by fast. We used to do like a potluck and stuff. So everybody would bring food. And uh, when I was working at the, at the Mall of America, my staff was multicultural. So it was great. You know, we had like Mexican food. We had uh, uh, traditional um I suppose American, African American food, white people food, uh, and then I had a, a couple of brothers who worked for me for a little while that were from Jamaica, so we had a lot of Jamaican food, and uh, yeah, it was it was always great. Um, but yeah, so went Black Friday shopping, and that was all right. It wasn't as busy as I thought it was going to be. I'll I'll say that much. Um, and then uh, let's see. Uh, Saturday, Sunday, I did some Christmas shopping by myself without the kids. Um, I went to the cities, uh, I don't know, once or twice, I think, and hung out. And, uh, but, uh, you know, normally when I go, oh, yeah, 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 I did go. I went, to, I went and had sushi, and that was pretty crazy. And this is one of the things that really drives me crazy about the Twin Cities now is I, I went out to eat in St. Paul this summertime and I just kind of felt like we were always trying to cross the street to get to a safer side of the street while well, it's wintertime now. And so, 
you can't you can't really do that but the one thing that minneapolis has and i don't know if where you're from you have it or not but minneapolis st paul is one of the first places that they did skyways so you can go pretty much all over the twin cities you know whether or not you're in minneapolis or you're in st paul you can pretty much travel wherever you want to go and not have to go outside because there's little skyways that connect all these buildings so you can go to one building cross the skyway and then um, go to another building and eventually make your make your way to wherever it is that you're trying to go and so the one thing that is great about that is it's it keeps you out of the cold one of the shitty things about that is it keeps all the bad people out of the cold too so those people that were else that are outside doing the things that you don't want um, are in the skyways so um, I I was in the cities and I was going to go to a restaurant and the, the, my friend who we were going to go to the restaurant together is like, yeah, let's just take the skyways. I was like, dude, uh, um, why don't we just call an Uber? He's like, no, no, let's just, let's just take the skyways. And I was like, all right, fine. And so we go and, you know, for about, I don't know, a third of it, it was fine. It was normal. You just going from building to building. And then all of a sudden, about really almost in the middle of it, the middle third of it is it got a little hairy and, you know, you smell weed everywhere. There's transactions happening and there's shady characters. And so the first time we went through, it looked, you know, how in there, what were they, what did they call them? The, um, in New York, they used to have these people that were, um, something angels but they protected basically they would go out and walk around the streets and try to keep people safe they weren't getting paid or um they weren't part of a city program or anything but um um they were there just to make sure you know like a kind of like a crime watch or whatever well there was like a crime watch when we went through the first time and uh and it and so go we eat and my friend goes to the bathroom comes back and I'm like, why don't we just call an Uber? And he's like, no, 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 let's just, let's just take the Skyways. And I was like, all right, I just wanted to know. I just got to, you know, prepare. I just wanted to know whether or not I had to prepare, prepare myself to throw the dogs or throw some chingasos. And so we left, we walk and we go down, get back to the same place on the way back. And it's the crime watch people are gone because it's like almost 10 o'clock and um there's just a bunch of shady characters i saw like two women and it was hard to tell how old they were because they looked like fucking zombies and uh they were holding the hand of a little girl who at the very most was five i would say she's probably four four or five and she just looks so scared and you know she's at that age where you know life should be rainbows and unicorns but um these two crackhead women just couldn't get their shit together and are bringing out a little child to a place that that kid shouldn't be as i'm walking down the thing dude's like smoking crack like right there and it just sucks because the twin cities are such a beautiful place and um right now um you know it's because of events that have happened and you know minneapolis is 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 
is um, on the front line to things that happen with cops and people. Because of that, I think that the cops are just afraid to do shit anymore. And so, you know, the cities are, you know, I've got a friend who's a cop. And one of the things that he told me, he's like, it's like the wild, wild west. They can't do anything. And it's sad. And I think if these people respected where they lived, um, it it wouldn't be that way. That's one of the biggest problems that I had with people burning shit down is I get it. I get that you're pissed off. I do get that. But why shit where you sleep? You know what I mean? It's like, why burn down your stuff? You know? But anyways, that's about as political as you're probably ever going to hear me on here. Um, But yeah, uh, food was great. I had a a really great sake that uh, it's called Mio. It's a sparkling sake. I'd never had one before. It's it's great. I'd, I'd buy it again and and it's been i've tried to find it since then uh the only place that i've found it is at a uh sushi restaurant here in town and i asked them when i was there they said yeah yeah we'll sell it to you um over the counter if you want to buy a bottle and i was like okay cool so got that going for me which is nice um yeah uh kind of talking about um having to prepare myself to throw the dogs and believe it or not you know um some of the things that i've kind of been skeptical about sharing on here is a lot of the things that i did when i was young and when i was young mm, uh i wasn't i wasn't the i wasn't the nicest guy i i i've i've kind of touched touched a little bit on that and you know and and i think what i've said is mostly with the way that i treated treated girls and um uh but same could be said about the way that i treated dudes too because i was a mean i was a mean little shit and when i say mean little shit i was little but i was mean and um i uh uh, i like to fight you know (laughs) and believe it or not i like to fight and i was a little guy but um i kind of felt like i had a good group of friends who would back me up um if i ever got in a fight and so um i just felt like if i ever got in a fight uh it wouldn't be very long until my friends would jump in because that's how that's how we were that's how i would be with them if they got in a fight i'd jump in um never happened that way uh but uh yeah, I, w- I was a little a little brawler. And um, I remember one night I was out with a bunch of friends and we were hanging out and uh, we were, of course, we were drinking. And uh, we went out to this little place outside of town. There was this place that I used to take a girlfriend when I was a junior in high school. We used to go out there because uh, we, it was kind of like a little hideaway and you could go back there and park and make out and do whatever you're going to do back there. Um, but I remember all, me and a couple of my friends and then a few girls, we went out there and we were just drinking out there and then came back into town. And I talked about how everybody used to cruise the, the main street, you know, from Hardee's to Super America. And you'd turn around and go do it again. And um, right in the middle, there was a, um, like a big parking lot that uh, was in between a godfather's pizza 
and a Taco John's. And sometimes people would just park in front of Godfather's people or Godfather's pizza. And sometimes people would park in front of Taco John's. And so we come back, we're hanging out with all the girls. And then my boys decide they're going to go for, and some of those girls decide they're going to go for a cruise. And so I stayed back with another girl. I'm sure I was trying to mac on her or whatever. And uh, there was a, a pop machine that was uh, closer to Taco John's. And um, at this time in my life, I was kind of going through some stuff with an ex-girlfriend and it made me really mad and I wanted to hurt her. I wanted to beat up anybody. And so I was spending a lot of time in the gym. We used to go to this boxing gym and just bang on the bags for a little while. And um, one of the other things that I did is I used to put weights, um, ankle weights on my hands and I would watch a fight because when I was a kid, we used to have all of these fights recorded in, a, in some of the great fights, you know, Sugar Ray Leonard, uh, Marvin Hagler, Sugar Ray Leonard against Thomas Hearns and a lot of Mike Tyson fights. And I used to love putting those uh, ankle weights on my hands and I would throw every punch that Sugar Ray Leonard threw. And the one thing about Sugar Ray Leonard is he threw a lot of jabs. So you'd, you know, for three minutes, you'd almost just be throwing jabs. And so uh, you take those ankle weights off and you're like super fast. I don't know how much, how hard those punches are, but they're fast. And so I was doing that. I'm walking across the parking lot with this girl Um and uh, all of a sudden, some dude comes out of nowhere and just like body checks me like a hockey body check. And I didn't know what the fuck happened. And I turn around and there's this guy and he's standing there like in a like, I want to fight you. He's got his fists up and he's kind of like dancing or whatever. And I said and I looked at him and I was surprised because uh, typically I was the one starting shit. All of a sudden, this guy comes out of nowhere to start shit with me when I'm just walking across the parking lot with a girl. And I look at him, and he's like standing there in his like boxing stance. And I said, what, do you think you can kick my ass? And he didn't say anything, but he shook his head yes. And I, I don't remember how I got there, but the next thing I remember is I've got like my hand on his shoulder, and I've got like a like my hand is full of his shirt with my left hand and I'm just hitting him in the side of the head with my right hand just like over and over and over again and every time I hit him I'm saying bam bam I'm like bam 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 like that and I don't know where that came from because I've I've never heard a story of anybody doing that or anything I just was it just came out and maybe it was the alcohol but it's like bam 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 there's one there's one bam bam and then he took off running and I caught up to him and so in between Godfathers and Taco John's there was a uh, a floral shop and where I caught him I caught him right by a floor the floral shop van and I start punching him again and I'm doing the same thing and somehow he reversed it and got on my back and so his back is against the van and my back is 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 uh, against him and he starts biting me on the back and i'm like 
ah, are you, I said, are you fucking biting me? And, and he's like, like digging in. And, uh, so I like start hitting him with my head. And so as I'm hitting him with my head, um, he get he takes off running again. And this time I get him and I've got like the back of his shirt and I'm hold like pushing his head down, kind of like a hockey fight. And I'm just uppercutting him over and over again. I didn't, I don't know how many times I hit this dude and, you know, I hit him a lot and, um, and I went back to saying the bam, 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 there's one, there's one. And, uh, he somehow got out and he started to back up. And as he was backing up, I was like, I don't know. I was like in a rage and ran at him and I punched him. But as I punched him, he fell down and I fell over the top of him and my arm was across my body on and I was lying on top of him and he starts fucking biting my ear and all I can hear is like the oh like just a noise in you know because it's my ear and I can hear all this like like that and I'm like all I could think about is I had a friend in Colorado whose big brother had gotten a fight and when he got in this fight he bit a dude's ear off and so all I was thinking is this guy's going to fucking bite my ear off. And so I'm like, this guy's going to bite my ear off. And I start getting like in a rage because I got big ears already as it is. And now all of a sudden I'm going to have one big ear. I'm going to look like a coffee cup. And so, um, dude just like keeps like gnawing on it and pulling on it. And, uh, some like girl comes over and breaks us up. She was a she was a big, a big girl. Not when I say big girl, I don't mean like she was fat or anything. She was just like, she was like six foot something. She was taller than me and just built, just built. She was a basketball player. And, um, she came over, broke us up and his homeboys came over and they were all like rockers. I, I, at this point, I kind of realized who I'm throwing the dogs with and, uh, they pick him up and they got like both of their his arms are like wrapped around his friend so he's got a, a friend on each shoulder and he can he can barely stand up and uh um his friends are like that's it that's it it's over it's over and i'm like in a rage probably i mean in my entire life that was probably the most angry that i've been that i've been because when i was especially when i was young i was like super sensitive about this about having big ears and now all of a sudden i got one big ear and so i was like oh i was just like fuming and his when his friend says that's it it's that's it it's over i said fuck that it ain't over and i like just like unloaded on the dude like i threw everything that i had into this guy's head and he just like melted and his friends were like, oh, that's fucked up, da, 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 this and that. But because of my rage, um, I, I said, I remember I said, fuck you, I'll fuck all you guys up. And I wanted, I literally would have fought them all at that point because I thought my life was over. Nobody's going to want to be around me because I got one ear and all of this shit. And my one ear is big and I'm going to look like a goofball. <laughs> and so I was in a another level of angry that I've never been since then. And I'm glad that I've never been there, but, uh, uh, I ended up, you know, they took him, I rent, went to the, to the bathroom because I'm totally expecting to see my ear just hanging off my head and uh, I get in there and it's fine. 
Um, the next morning, my mom woke me up and I was lying on my side. She didn't see my ear because I was lying on that side. She saw my back and I had like teeth marks on my back. And she's like, what happened to you? And I rolled over and I said, oh, I got in a fight. And she says, one of these days, somebody's going to really hurt you. And I said, it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> and so, yeah, that was probably... Um, the last fight that I ever got into. And uh, um, that's, I suppose, one of the differences between my life in Colorado and my life in Minnesota is um, Colorado, I didn't, that wasn't, that wasn't me. That wasn't who I was. I was, I don't know. I don't know if you're a listener and you're from Colorado, you can tell me what you thought of me, but I just kind of thought that I was a fun dude. And, uh, um, um, a nice, I don't know, I don't know, I was a nice guy, a funny, nice, and whatever, and then Minnesota, because I had gotten in a fight, um, I kind of started to get this reputation as a fighter, and um, would end up having to fight fights for people, or at least, I, I, I'm, I'm going to be honest, there's a lot of times that I should have got my ass kicked and I would have got my ass kicked, but, um, I wasn't afraid to get hurt. And I think sometimes when two dudes or two girls, maybe even are about to get in a fight, um, uh, there's a certain line that you cross that you know that, it, okay, it's going to be a fight. And I think a lot of people will push as far as they can up until they hit that line. And then when they get there, the, and the, actual, the actuality about having a fight is too much for them. And um, they, they basically back down or what f try to find any way out of fighting and when I was young um I wasn't that way and I don't you know I, I I was I was talking to somebody the other day and I was like trying to understand why I was that way back then because I was a nice guy but um there was a point in time in my life where I didn't care and I think that that had a lot to do with a lot of different things you know I think that the way that I treated women especially when I was younger had to do with um, a relationship, a failed relationship with a girl because I kind of, I was trying to hurt her by having lots of girlfriends. And then um, as, as far as fighting went, I wasn't afraid to get hurt, you know? And I think that that had more to do with my relationship with my dad at the time because I didn't know where my dad was and I didn't know whether or not he cared and I didn't give a fuck um, whether or not I got hurt and, and, and probably part of me felt like I, I deserved to get hurt. And so um, I was one of those people that would go up to that line of we're going to throw the dogs and I was willing to pass. I, 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 I probably still am that way. And it's it it really just um, now it's it, there's a, a certain part of me that when I get there, there's a little bit of an adrenaline rush. And uh, it, it I, I don't want you to think that. um this is something that I do all the time because um, it doesn't happen. I only, I, I think in the last, I don't know, 10 or 15 years, there's only been one or two times where I've been close to getting in a fight. And both of those times were for the right reason. And it wasn't because of 
something that I was doing. It was because of something that somebody else was doing that I didn't think was right. Um, so, and I was sticking up for somebody. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I, I guess I liked fighting back in the day and um, I'm sure that some psychologist, if if I told my therapist about it, I'm sure that would be a whole nother thing that she would want to talk about and uh, um, try to dissect and figure out why it was that I did it. And I think I think I know. But um, uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, I, I was a fighter. There's a couple of other instances when I was younger with fighting and that never materialized into anything or a few that never re- that never turned into anything but there was a couple other fights and I don't know if I'll ever talk about them because I don't want you to get the wrong idea about who I was but I, I suppose a lot of young dudes when they're in their teens late teens and early 20s that's that's uh that's part of life I don't know I don't know how common that is but that that's uh the type of person I was back then and again I talk about when I was young and I'm not necessarily sure that I would even like that dude. I think I would like to be around him because I knew that if uh, if shit ever went down, that guy would stick up for me. But uh, um, as a father and uh, um, somebody who understands um, how precious life is, I, I, I don't think that I would like that dude. Um, yeah, that's it. There's, there's something that I wanted, that I wanted to tell you guys about because I'm super happy about it and I'm super proud and it's not something that I ever expected, but it really has more to do with you than it does me. Um, I got my, uh, annual, um, statistical report from Spotify and I was, I, I was I was super happy about it and it was you know I get I get analytics and I can see um, how many people listen how many listens I get a day where they are when they listen um, how old they are and a bunch of different things male female there's analytics that I get from from the podcast that I put out there's a lot of different thing, things that they track and I knew that the podcast has grown, especially the last six months. And I've seen um, a a huge increase in listenership. And, uh, and, and, um, and I, and I knew it, and I knew it was, was big. But when I got my report from Spotify, it was, it was way better than I could have ever imagined it. And um, that really uh, speaks to you guys because um, I'm still learning how to do this. And um, I feel like I've gotten better. I was talking to somebody about how it's really hard for me to listen to some of my earlier podcasts. And it's hard for me to understand why anybody who listens from the beginning would continue to listen because um, my first pod, my first few podcasts are, 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 yeah, I don't, they're cringe for me to listen to now because I feel like I was acting and I was trying to portray a role. And, um, 
you know, one of the things that changed with everything that has changed in my life in the last two years is um, I don't care about perception. I, I, I care about reality and um, being able to be myself to you and to have a conversation with you is one of the things that changed after my wife died because I became more real. Like I, like I, talk, I've, I've, I talked to somebody at work the other day and I said, um, in the beginning, I, I felt like I, it was almost scripted in an act and um, after April died, it became more of me having a, a conversation with the listener, me having a conversation with you as if we're sitting across the table having a beer or whatever, and just me telling you a story like you do when you have drinks with somebody. And that's how I feel like I deliver it now. And it, it's it's a lot easier for me to listen to now. Um, and uh, also... I, I know my audience now. And so um, it really is me sitting across the table having a conversation with you. And I love every single one of you. Don't think that I don't and that I don't appreciate you um, because this has been a crazy ride, this whole, this whole podcast. And um, some of you have been there from the beginning. And those of you that have came, came on along the way, I appreciate it. And... Um, I, I couldn't be more thankful f- for you for listening to me bullshit because that's what it is. It's you and I sitting across the table, having a beer and me telling you a bullshit story about something that happened to me when I was a kid and I love you for it. Um, but yeah, that's all I got. Um, I want to thank you for coming along. I want to thank you for hanging out with me. Um, I hope you have a great day. I hope you have a great week. I hope you have a great year. And I hope you have a great life. My name is JC, and this has been Life and Times of a Native Son. Peace. I'm out.